Hi, boo. Welcome to the Black and Classic Podcast, where our goal is to encourage and uplift Black women in a real and raw way. So, as usual, grab a cold glass of tequila with lemonade and enjoy the episode. Oh, and don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Black and Classic Pod. Now enjoy the show. All right, y'all. We back in this thing. It is Saturday. So happy Saturday to everybody listening right now. And I just want to jump right on in. Don't have a long intro. We're just going to blast through this episode. Kind of excited. I was jotting my thoughts and ideas down. So we're just going to get into it because I have a lot of, y'all already know what I say. I have a lot of thoughts, feelings, and emotions. And yeah, we're going to jump right in. So last episode we were talking about the first impression that you have of a Black woman. I posed two questions of what was the first impression of a Black woman and how long did that impression last on you? And then we just kind of went into the different dynamics of where we are today, where we might be in the future, and where we were in the past as it relates to a Black woman and what you see portrayed of a Black woman Now, with that episode, I kind of just wanted to move forward along the same lines because while I was doing that episode, there were other thoughts that came up, but I wanted to save it and not be so long-winded and go into different topics. Of course, I always go on tangents, but I knew that I could break it off into something else, so I decided just to make it this episode, right? So moving forward, I think that it's time to acknowledge that We weren't raised to be wives or husbands. That's just not how we were brought up, especially my generation. I don't think that's how we were brought up. I think over time, we were groomed to be like working adults. We were groomed to, you know, um, have this emphasis on work ethic, education, you know what I mean? Living on your own, being productive, but it was never an emphasis on like family and like homemaking. All of that kind of fell short. And in that same vein, you have many women, and I say this all the time, that like don't know how to cook, don't know how to clean, budget, any of those things. And I mean, of course, when I say women don't know how to cook, that doesn't mean like you can't boil an egg. I'm sure you can boil an egg. I'm sure you can probably fry chicken or, you know what I mean? Do something like that. But, you know, you're just not cooking like your grandmother used to or your great grandmother used to where it was like a feast and you made a meal out of nothing. You know what I mean? Like that is cooking to me. But listen, that's just my opinion. So I feel like in the Black community, especially again in my generation, so that like, I would say, I would honestly push it from like 23 to like, I could probably push it to like 35, 36. I don't feel that many of us had that domestic area all the way tight. You know what I mean? I feel like there is a lack of understanding what it means to be a wife, what it means to be a husband, what role you play. I think that area is a big lack in our community. And don't get me wrong, although I mainly talk to Black women 
Um, the men aren't exempt. Black men aren't exempt. You know, black men aren't changing oil. They ain't fixing brakes. You know what I mean? Men just aren't getting up under the hood. They're not changing tires. Like things have changed. Like nowadays, you know, men will quickly run to like a mechanic shop to get their car fixed. They're not, you know, getting up under it, seeing what it do. You know what I mean? Tinkering with things, telling you what's wrong with your car. Most likely they're going to go to a body shop or they'll pretend they know and they really don't know, you know? So I don't want to just seem like I'm just saying things about the women because in all actuality, it is also on the men as well. But like I've said in the past, women are the nucleus. So if we fall short, then obviously the men fall short as well. So what I feel is going on is I feel that um, the simple values, the beliefs, the code, like all of that, you know, that kept and brought a family together is gone. So everything that we had that essentially, you know, made something be like a big family, like even just as simply as like family get togethers, like I remember growing up, like on TV, you always saw like, or even movies where it would be like, oh, a family reunion or, you know, families getting together. And it's just like, I don't see that many family reunions. And I'm not talking just because of 2020. I'm talking about like, in all honesty, how many times do you see someone really having like big family reunions where people would get together in large quantities, not just your immediate family. I'm talking about 50 to 100 of you getting together under not the same roof, but in one area and really you know, coming together as a family, that's gone to me. You know what I mean? Where you could sit down with your elders and get some game, get some wisdom, get some advice, learn a lesson or two. Like that's just gone. Like that's just not happening. You're lucky if you can sit down with your grandmother and talk about things. And now we're in such a, especially in the black community, we're in such a hush hush period where it's like, things aren't really said. We kind of just like nod our head and, you know, do as we see, but it's like something you should sit down and talk about as a family and address. Like it shouldn't be something that's like kept quiet because this is how, again, we build those values and beliefs and that code of like, here's how a family runs. Here's how we work through things. Here's how, you know, we establish that bond that's so important. We don't have that. Everyone does what they want to do. No one comes together. No one's forced to come together. No one's forced to, you know, just sit down and talk about the ugly truths or get advice, get wisdom. Like no one does that. You're lucky if you can do it once a year. If that, you know what I'm saying? And of course, of course, of course, of course, we could definitely make a laundry list of like the whys and the hows we got to this place, you know, and how that family breakdown happens, how you know, it's just not the same. You know, of course we can list it out. I've talked about it before. It's no need to really get into it because like I mentioned at the top of the show, it's just time to move forward. That was kind of like an introduction, um, basically saying it's time to move forward. And I think we have to kind of shed that, um, what am I, what, what do I want to say? Shed that idea of like, oh, we never had it, so we don't know. Okay, 
once you acknowledge that you don't know something, it's up to you to learn it. It's just that simple. You can't continuously say, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. Because at that point, now you just don't want to know because you can acknowledge that you don't know and then step forward and say, okay, you know what? Now it's time for me to learn and to do better and to make these changes. So we don't need to go into the whys and the hows anymore. We're just moving forward. And moving forward, y'all know what I do. I like to be honest and I'm just going to be honest. Being honest now, don't shoot the messenger. You aren't a wife yet because you aren't a wifey material. Like, I'm sorry to say it. It even stings to me. You know what I mean? Because it's not like I'm singling anyone out. I'm not singling out any listener. This pertains to me as well. I'm not married. So, yeah, we're going to be honest, right? You aren't a wife yet because you aren't wifey material. You are shacking up material. You are, you know... um, like convenience store material. When I say convenience store, that just means you're convenient. You're 7-Eleven. Your legs are open at any hour. <laughs> like your convenience store. You're you're there. He can get what he needs when he needs it. If he wants some type of compassion, someone to rub his back, someone to, oh yes, baby, you're so. If he needs that, he can go and get it from you. If he needs someone who has their legs open, he can go and get it from you. If he needs someone, you know, maybe he. You know, his life a little dry. He want to spice it up a little bit. He can go to you, get a cute little argument. Like, trust me, the men do it too. He can go and get what he needs from you with no commitment. Girl, you're 7-Eleven. He's running to you for the convenience. That's what your material is. You know what I mean? But a wife, you are not. Nothing about you, like I said, nothing about you shows that you are wife material. A lot of us aren't raised to be a wife. The thing is, is that we're... Like I said, we're groomed to be adults, so we're kind of groomed to like, like we're, what's the word? Like, um, what's the word? Like co co cohabitat co co something girl. Y'all know what I'm talking about. We're raised to be two adults under one roof. We're not raised to be a husband and a wife. We're raised to have two adults under one roof, and and then kind of just make it work. You know what I mean? Like we're raised to be roommates, essentially. Um, no one's really raised to be a husband and a wife. We're like, okay, well, this is the person I had kids by. So maybe I should try to have a life by them. Or this is the person, you know, we made it work the longest. So I guess I'll try to make it work with them. But you're essentially just roommates. You know what I mean? With a little deeper connection. Hey, to each his own. But again, a wife you are not. Hmm. And here's another thing, okay? Just because there's a ring involved, you cannot assume that a ring makes you a wife or makes him a husband. Listen, error, complete error. Do not do that. A ring does not make you a wife and or a husband. Just because you have a ring does not mean you are a wife or a husband. Here's why I say that. I say that because a husband and a wife is just a title. It's not the action. A husband and a wife, it is just the title. It is not the action. So granted, I'm not married. I am single as a dollar bill, but I'm just giving you thoughts to make you um, 
think a little bit more, think outside the box, not just think so one dimensional. Now, a lot of people want to be married, men included. Again, this episode's kind of not just for women. Every single time I include the men, y'all so lucky. Um, so yes, people want to be married and we assume that, okay, he proposed, I got the ring, now I'm a wife. Yeah, by paperwork, by title, legally. But when it comes down to the emotional part, the physical part, the mental part, you really are a wife. You could literally be a convenience store just now you have a ring, but you're still the convenience store. He still treats you like the convenience store. He does not treat you like a wife. Now, when I say he does not treat you like a wife, that means that you have to understand what that treatment looks like to you. What actions do you attach to wife? Do you attach to husband? You have to first identify that. And then you have to live through that. So many of us just want the ring, but we don't want the actions. We just want what it looked like. It looked like it feel good. It sound good. We could do this. We could go that. We could have kids. We could take trips. We could, you know, like, you know what I mean? Like, we can do all of the things that look good. But when it comes down to what it actually is, there's nothing there. There's no substance. And that's the part that is missing in a lot, a lot of either really committed relationships and or marriages. It's the substance because all of us are chasing something. We're chasing something. There's this clock ticking, this imaginary clock that everyone tells us about. Although a lot of women are having babies at a later age, you know, listen, let the media tell it. You're going to die if you have a baby at a later age, but that's neither here nor there. Moving on. We're chasing something, we want something, but we're not really sure what it means, what we're going to get. Don't just chase the title and then not know what the action that needs to follow it. We, none of us were raised to be wives and husbands. None of us were raised to operate a household because none of us really came from a functioning two-parent household. And if we did come from a functioning two like, well, a two-parent household, it was dysfunctional. In some way, shape, or form, there was some dysfunction. You know what I mean? And I'm not saying that's every single body, so don't try to come to me with, oh, but in my household, this is not saying it's every single body. But if you look at the large majority, there is a disconnect because if everyone came from a functional two-parent household where everything was together, we would not, (laughs) we would not be in the place that we are in today because we would understand what it means for two people to be under one roof as husband and wife and the actions match. But there was some sort of dysfunction. I don't care how you dress it up, how you try to describe it. There was some sort of dysfunction that there was a disconnect. There was a breakdown and now we got a bunch of people rushing to do something because it looked good, 
is Instagram worthy? You know how people have weddings? And first of all, my wedding, let me tell you, because I already know I'm getting married, period. My wedding, small. Small. You hear me? Small. Also, phones, all that, not an option. I may do like, if you want to, I may do like an exclusive, like, someone record the wedding. So if you want to relive the wedding, I could get you a copy or something like that. But as far as you coming to my wedding and it being like you video recording it and taking pictures and putting on Instagram that you sitting in the chair. No, 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 absolutely not. We're here to just live in the moment and, and celebrate this moment. You know what I'm saying? I feel like a lot, again, a lot of people are doing things so they can be seen and it could look cute on the gram and, you know, a lot of, and, ooh, child, hold on, hold on. Mm. I'm going to say this and I'm going to move on because, ooh, God just told me to tell y'all that a lot of y'all want to get married because you think it'll give you some validation as to the type of woman that you are and it may put some credit on you like look I can be a wife someone chose me mm, I'm gonna just leave that right there if that is your reason for why you want to be a wife listen just, just go back to the drawing board sis <laughs> Go, go back to the drawing board. I, I'm so sorry to disappoint you. But if that is the reason why you want to be a wife is to get that validation of like, I don't have to be out here. Somebody wanted to marry me. Someone put a ring on it. You are going to be disappointed your whole marriage because again, your marriage is based on nothing. Pure silliness. May God be with you in that. Moving on. I don't even know where I was because he just dropped out of my spirit. I don't even know where I was. Oh, yeah, I was talking about my wedding because, yeah, people want to do things for show. People want to have weddings so they can put it on Instagram and have, you know, cute little hashtags. You know what I mean? Like, I guess, but it's just like, to me, marriage is so sacred. And also, sidebar, I'm only getting married once. It's not going to be one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine times. It's one and done. And that's just that on it. But again, all the wrong reasons. No one was raised to be a wife or to be a um, homemaker, to be domestic. Like none of that. You know what I mean? Like, all of that is lost on us. Even if we think we have it, we don't have it. Because if you had it, you would have it. It's just that simple. All of that is lost on us as a generation, as a collective. All of that is lost on us. And I thought, I know a lot of women, child, they pretend, okay? We pretend we have it, but that's the problem. No one really wants to peel back the truth and just admit that I don't. There's some, mm, there's some fear in just acknowledging that I don't have it. That's why I said it before, when I said, be honest, you know, um, you aren't a wife yet because you aren't wife material. 
be honest with yourself. Like say that to yourself, because as soon as you acknowledge that, then you can grow and understand what it means to be a wife and what values and codes and beliefs and actions that you place with that. You can't just say you want to be a wife just because it sounds good, because now you can walk around and be like, oh, my husband, my husband, my husband says you're going to be disappointed because you're still going to be empty at the end of the day, even though you have a husband, because you're looking for some type of validation in a relationship, in a in a marriage, in a partnership that that literally cannot feel, that cannot feel what is actually missing. And you got to do the work. So if you start with just saying, you know what, I'm not a wife yet because I'm not wife material, start with that. Just start with that. Acknowledge that. Acknowledge, you know what, I wasn't even raised to be a wife. I wasn't raised to be that way. So how do I get there now that I know the truth, now that I am okay to say the truth without the excuses, without, you know, adding on the buts and oh, this and if that, no, stop all the excuses and just acknowledge it because people are getting married. Trust me, folks is getting married. Men are proposing left and right. Listen, they're getting married, but there's something in her that states wife and then there's an action behind it. If you're a convenience store, just say you're a convenience store. Maybe it's time to change up. That's a whole nother episode. If you're in a convenience store, just say that, sis. Just be like, you know what? I've been living like a convenience store. I am tired of being 7-Eleven. It's time to make some changes. And list the changes that you need to make and make them. Period. You know what I mean? If you are someone that likes to just shack up and, you know, um, what y'all like to say, um, you know, basically like treat a boyfriend like a husband. You know what I mean? If that's your type of vibe, but you know you want to be married and you want the white picket fence and the kids and all of that, then hey, you either need to sit him down have open and honest communication, or you need to wash your hands and be done with it. And then again, list out the actions that for you and to you, if you wanted to say, okay, like if you sat down next to the version of yourself of the ideal wife, what would that look like? What would that feel like? What would she be simple. What would she be dressed like? What would she be wearing? What would she eat? What what time would she wake up? What would she, does she work out? Does she work out in the morning? Uh, what does she cook every day? When, what time does she go to the grocery store? Like you need to think like that. That's how you start to essentially raise yourself. We try to raise men to be what we want them to be. We don't raise ourselves to be the wives that we want to be. We're so busy trying to raise the man to be what we want him to be. And the whole time we're neglecting ourselves. This is just to say, don't neglect yourself. Because again, like I've always said, once you raise the bar, what I say, once you raise the bar, what happens? They have no choice but to meet it. They have no choice. Women do, I mean, sorry, women, (laughs) men, excuse me, do a lot to get women. 
men do a lot. Have you ever been on Instagram? The men do a lot. Okay? To get women. So once you start treating yourself like the woman, the wife that you want to be, again, like attracts like. So what you put out into the world is what you will attract back to you. If you want to be 7-Eleven, you're going to attract a lot of men who love 7-Eleven. They love the convenience stores, okay? They love bodegas. They love corner stores. Like, sis, that's what they're going to treat you like because that's what you give off. That's what you present to the world. It's quick. It's easy. I can come and get whatever I need. If I want some hot food, I could come get me a little taquito. If I want a Red Bull, I could come get me a Red Bull. If I want some coffee, I could come get me a coffee. If I want some candy, I could come get me a candy. If I need aspirin, I could come get me, like, girl, I could just get it all. You know what I mean? Maybe I need a quick little, you know, roll of tissue. Could come and get it from you. Like, <laughs> it's just too convenient. And for me personally, I don't feel like a wife is a convenience store. Hey, then maybe that's the type of wife you want to be. I don't know. To each their own. Do what you got to do, sis. But all I'm saying is think. Put it into perspective for yourself. We weren't raised to be wise, and that's okay to acknowledge. Um, I don't know what happened in the Black community. You know, as a whole, again, as a whole, as a collective, as one entire community, all of us, <laughs> we weren't raised to be wives. We weren't raised to be husbands. We were raised to be functioning adults, able to get up out our mama and our daddy's houses in a, you know, decent time. And once we did that, they felt good. They was like, okay, cool. Like my child either went to school, uh, got a good job. They out living on their own. I did good. Listen, pat myself on the back. That was it. There was no like emphasis on here's how you do this. Here's how you do that. Here's this. You know, if me and daddy have an issue, we do this. We talk about this. Here's how we do this. All those different type of discussions gone. And we're kind of left in the dark and we're like, we pat ourselves on the back like, okay, cool. I live on my own. You know, I got me a good job. Got me a cute little car. You know what I'm saying? I pay my bills. But uh, I'm single. Like, what's going on? Because we weren't raised with what we, the tools we needed, the values, the beliefs, the codes. It's gone. It's lacking. I don't know where it is. And to be honest, again, you aren't a wife because you aren't wife material. It's just as simple, you know? And to be quite, hmm, to be quite honest with you, you know, just between us girls, I feel like if I'm not in the position to be wife material or if I'm not wife material right now and everything that that would look like for me, I wouldn't really want to be married um, simply because I know I'm not in the position to give it my best. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like I need to be in the best position mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually. Like, I need to be in the best position, the most, like, optimal position so that 
again, I can attract what I am putting out there. And we can't just want something or ask for something just because it sounds good. It might look good. It might feel good. Sorry, um, dropping pins and everything. We got to do it because it makes sense for us and where we are and what we're asking for. So don't confuse just because your wife now or your husband or someone proposed to you that automatically, you know, you could shut it down and brag. Oh, I'm a wife. I'm a wife. Okay, you have the title, but now what? He still treats you like his roommate, sis. I mean, are you proud of that or? Hmm. I don't know. These are just things I wanted to present to, you know, y'all because y'all my people. And, you know, we can have these conversations and we can be honest with ourselves. Sometimes it's all we need is a little bit of honesty. Okay, don't forget to tell yourself that. Look yourself in the mirror and be like, girl, you ain't a wife because you ain't wife material. Get it together. Tell yourself that. Chin check yourself. Okay. And with that being said, of course, y'all already know it's the end of the episode. Thank you so much for listening. Send me a DM on Black and Classic Pod on Instagram. Uh, what else? What else? Uh, check out blackandclassic.com. I'm back. I'm writing posts. And yeah. I'll see y'all on Wednesday. Bye.